0: Welcome to the Hope United podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. Reach up and touch your ears and say, Father, let me hear. But the Spirit would say to me, let it take deep root, let it produce much fruit, and that fruit remain. And others would taste and say the Lord is good. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to three people and tell them, I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. All you need is love. All you need is love. Love, love is all you need. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. How many of you honestly, when Pastor Josh said, the series is going to be called "All You Need Is Love." You went straight for the Beatles, okay? How many? How many of you? Okay, see, there's too many of y'all too young in here. All you need is love, to Pastor Josh and Pastor Corinne, I love you. I hate you. You're on vacation. Um, I would love you to be working and me on vacation. But no, I love you. I honor you so much. You guys are. The best. I am so proud of Pastor Josh and Pastor Corinne Swilley. Um, they make a dad's heart explode. Enjoy. Uh, my wife is in Austin, Texas with our baby daughter and her children. Uh, Sonny brought a word, right, Kendi, to um, the ladies on a mother's heart. A mother's heart. And. Um, Esther called this weekend. She said, I'm real sick, and it's, I, I, I can't get out of bed, and I have three children. And she said, I know y'all are busy. I said, just stop. Just stop. No, 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 no. She'll be there tomorrow. That night she flew out. Not tomorrow, that day. Because all you really need is love. And I said, do you not, what, do you not know me? When you really love somebody, it's dangerous. Because you would do anything for them. I'm not talking about outside of the Word of God. I'm just saying you would do anything. So when I was praying about this message with uh, the good Lord uh, and um, Pastor Eddie, if y'all don't know this, you got to come to the uh, family reunion Sunday. And that's when? The 12th, you got to be here because you're going to hear, there it is, right there. Um, Eddie called me up two years before hope ever started and said, I've been praying and God's going to send you to Miami. And I said, Eddie, I don't even know anybody in Miami uh, except for one guy and uh, no, I'm not coming to Miami. And he said, yeah, okay, uh, needless to say, two years later, I came to Miami and hope happened. And the message today is not just a message, it's the message for this house. And you're going to see about love, how powerful love is. Now listen to me, as a Christian, it's not so much about believing in God, it's about believing God. Amen. Okay. <laughs> there isn't an option because his word says it and I believe it and that settles it. And so how do I know I love God? I obey him. So, I looked at all the words, and I, 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 I love to make the message living, and to you, uh, Pete, I just want to say, you speak with such conviction, I love it, that was from your heart, you weren't, you were, you, oh, that was awesome, it's like when Kendi comes up here, you're ready for a bomb to happen, aren't you, you know that she's going to do something else, but the bomb's going to, okay, all right. I love that woman. I love when she prays. But out of all the words, all the Greek words, in in the New Testament, the Hebrew, there's one word that really sums up all about love, and it's hesed. And this word, there's no equivalent to it in English, and the word means loving kindness. It means fidelity, loyalty, patience, mercy, grace, forgiveness, continual covenant faithfulness. Salvation, I really want to get to you today what love is. <clears throat> A lot of people have different things, you know, they, they say mind, soul, and body, like they're three separate things. It's all in there together. Amen. And I just want to say this about love. God gives you love and every one of the types of love comes out of that love. Yes, because you say, "Well, what about eros and love like that?" Uh, no, no. God put man and woman in a garden and had them love each other. So attracted to each other. Yes. Okay, so all love comes out of God. And I, I, I want to. Uh, when I was, uh, I was dating Sonny. Uh, <laughs> last century. Um, and when I did, there was a song that says, "If you can't be with the one you love, oh, Sandra Ward, Sandra Ward. Sandra said that was her jam. What? Jessica, what am I going to do with? But it was the philosophy that we've ended up with today. If you can't be with the one you love, just love the one you're with. That isn't love. Today I want to wreck the false distortion and lies and tell you what love really is. Because love is a direct reflection of our Father, and I will not allow that to be desecrated. The things that go out for love and going down, you can't get out of the grocery store line without seeing all the trash in the magazine. Now I know you look at it. I know that you look at it. You look at it and you oh, you know, who in the world is Jennifer Aniston in love with? There it is! A lot of you have those at your house. No? Okay. What do you need? What do you need? The principle today, I want, okay, this is what I want to do today. I'm going to get to it in just a second, but 1 Corinthians 13 verse 1 says... Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and I have not love, I have become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. So every time you say you love somebody, but you're not really showing God's love, I don't care how sincere you look. Because, watch this, sincerity is no criteria of right or wrong. Oh, but I'm so serious. It doesn't matter. You could be an idiot. Right? How many of you know that the people that strap bombs on their kids and send them into malls to blow things up are sincere? Can I give you the definition of religious spirit? It's sincere. And religiously wrong because they're sincere baby they are sincere all right here we go. so every time today when you do something that you know that's wrong and that's anti-love and you try to solve it by oh, but you know I love you there's no sound't they don't, they don't hear the word love they hear. Yeah. Okay. The principle today is love isn't about the love. Love is about covenant, not about convenience. (laughs) If you can't be, come on, Sandra, with the one you. (laughs) Oh, she's good. Oh, she act like she can't hear now. Okay. How many of us get impatient? And settle and compromise instead of believing for every type of love you need to come into your life because you're walking in God's plan. In today's world, it's not about the right person. It's about the available person. God, I feel so good about this message. It's about the available person that pleases you. Now, until something else comes along and pleases you more. See, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to have Eddie, for, the intercessory, intercessory team, pray for me before I get over. But let me tell you, when I was in the counseling session, and Donna, somebody came in to me and said this phrase, I promise you, as a pastor, I love them, I but I wanted to punch them in the face. When they went, I don't know what happened, I fell out of love. You never knew what love was in the first place. <laughs> How many people have been married? Hey, come on, Eddie. You've been married 19 years? Debbie, you've been married 19 years? Okay, and you waited 17. Okay. All right. How many times do you wake up and you don't feel married? <laughs> okay, they're afraid to answer that question. <laughs> I'll tell you, a lot of days I wake up and don't feel married, but I know the stupidest thing I would ever do would lose the person God sent to me. Because love's not about emotions. It's not about feelings. It's about covenant. Good emotions follow good decisions. Okay. The principle is, Really going to, if you're really going to trust someone and love them in a covenant way, check their relationship history. (laughs) Sorry, Dom, that wasn't on the uh, that was a fresh principle this morning. (laughs) See, Dom calls me on Thursday and he goes, I need the message. And I go, anybody that's worked with me, come on, Carol, tell them the truth. It was a Saturday night special with me, baby. Sometimes a Sunday morning special when I'm going, God! Real love is explained by my sister Gladys Knight when she sings, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. If anyone could write my life story for whatever reason it might be, You'd be there between each line of pain and glory because you're the best thing that ever happened to me. Whether that's your wife, whether that's your friend, whether that's your child, whether that's your covenant brother or sister, let me tell you something. If you can't handle the process, love is not an event. Nobody falls in love at first sight. That was born in hell to get people to follow their natural lust. Now, the spirit might say to you, because God said to Sonny, when she was 14, I was singing with my family at a church in Nashville, Tennessee. And she she looked and she says, God said, that's going to be your husband. But we weren't in love. She just had a word. Okay, the principle is, if it's really love, it never dies, and it's only willing to endure the process, it's, all, it's always willing to endure the process, because you value. it's more than just enduring the process, it's loving the process. It's the fact that you get to go through that with it. Man, that's why you love your children so much. Because of all the junk you've been through with them. Like that. Like that. Can we do it, Dom, one time? Let me tell you something. It's the process. The process. The process. process. (laughs) (laughs) It's. It's. The process, the process, the process. That's what I want you to hear all week long. You want to love somebody. If you're going to say you love somebody, then hang in the process. Come on, Clarence. Can we tell them the truth one time? I've had people that have left hope four times, come back four times, and left again. Why do they know they can come back, Eduardo? Because we love them. I, I probably can't get to it in this message, Johnny. But I tell you something. I tell you what I want to preach. I want to preach out of Hosea on Gomer. When God said, I want you to feel Hosea, man of God, what I feel. Go marry a whore. That's that's the, that's the message version. Because that's the way you've treated me. You don't love me. You you. Now we all should be going oh right now because we do use God. When we get in trouble. <clears throat> come on, when I get in trouble, I love you. I And God's going I I can't hear what you're saying. You don't really, most people don't really know what love is. They know what attraction is. They know what strong sexual emotions are. They know what obligation is. They know let's give it one try as we move in together. And they know, oh my goodness, you're pregnant. That's more than I asked for. See you later. Love is intentional And covenantal. I look at you, the people I walk in today. When I see my Gloria walk in today, for her to come to God's house today took more energy than anybody else here in this room. Gloria has tremendous challenges in her body, but maybe is the happiest most loving person I've ever seen. She understands love. And I saw a lot of confused people. When I saw her, I ran back to the door and she tried to blow me off a little bit saying, you're blocking the door. (laughs) And I said, well, I'm going to have to kiss you (laughs) about eight times on the face. Not on the lips, on the face and I kissed her, and I kissed her, and I got people around were getting incredibly jealous. <laughs> I, I want to tell you, can I, Dom, can we fast forward and do the video? I want to show you the essence of love, of hope. You want to see hope lived out? How old is Mila? Two. So let me set the stage. Before we play it, there's a children's group, and they're going to sing something. I believe it's for Mother's Day. Is that right? And so she's up here, and Mila is not afraid of the spotlight. (laughs) Mila lives for the spotlight. And when she was up there, everybody else was kind of trying to find their place, and Mila was going, look right here. (laughs) This is what it's all about. She starts off just singing. Just giving it up. She was celebrating her gift, only to see the young man standing beside her, starting to cry. Let's see it. I want you to watch this. I want you to watch this. Look at her. She's living it. She's living it. She's living it. This is great. But but, but then hope kicks in. Love kicks in, and she sees and. She's trying to get back to her stage time, but no. What, what is it? No, no, no. This is luck. Keep going. She, she doesn't worry about the song. She's not worried about the stage. Guys, and a little child shall lead them. And, and, and she's trying to hold his hand. She's trying to hold his hand. And 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 they just bigger than lot but she doesn't she mom she goes mom he's crying stop the music we need to get to the place where we stop the music and we realize people are more important than things we get to the place where we say we love you and we mean it a bad Tism of love. Some days I don't feel like being a grandfather, but Sonny has worked out a plan where every Thursday—not some Thursdays—thank you, every Thursday, the grandkids are coming to my house, and I'm going. Do you think we could take a break, maybe? Because Esperanza. And Christians are a lot of energy. And they also have, come on, Debbie, they have their way they want things done. But Sonny has taught me how to love. And I thank her for that. What made hope hope? What made us known was not great talent, although we've had a lot of it through the years, and we still do. That's not what they come to see. It's about love. My next-door neighbor came to me. He just, Cuban brother married a Colombian lady. He's worked for 30-something years at the largest grocery store chain in New York. And there was just something on his heart. I was in the pool doing my workout. And he said, "Uh, can I talk to you? And we just start talking. An hour later, I said, Jose, I love you. He said, I love you. I said, I want you to go to church with me. He goes, I don't have anything short pants I said you come I'll preach in short pants why would I do that Jess because I love him you can't tell you love somebody and you don't pay the price or you think it's gonna make everything right by getting somebody a gift and they're gonna forgive you for you acting like you act People would rather the consistent day-to-day love. Here we go. 1 Corinthians 13. Though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not love, I become a noisy gong or a clanging, clanging simple. The principle is the secret to our ministry at Hope is love. Pure and Simple. As much as you think I'm imported today, when I looked out there and I saw Sandra and Mary and our team out at the door, people know at Hope we love them from the parking lot. Guys, I'm going to pray for you at the end of the service, but it isn't trying to love somebody. It's the fact that the word becomes flesh, that you are loved. I don't have to try to love. It's just my instinct. When you do the right thing long enough, you become it. Anything you do 28 days in a row, right? It becomes a habit. Number two. If I have, verse 2, if I have the gift of prophecy, ooh, and I understand all mysteries, wow, revelation, and I have all knowledge, I'm a genius in things of the Spirit, and I have all faith even to remove mountains, and I have not love. It doesn't say love is better than the others. It says if you don't have love, you got nothing. I would love this to go across the body of Christ because I know some people that are so in love with their gifts. They're not in love with the people, right? People don't care. People don't care what you know till they know that you care. Verse 3, if I give away all that I own. Wow, that's significant, huh? And hand over my body that I might boast that if I have not love, I gain gain principle. You can be a martyr. You can be St. Francis of Assisi and take an oath of poverty. You can go away to prison for the cause. But if you don't have love, you don't gain anything. That's why some of the most miserable people I've ever ministered to are rich people. Because you can't serve two masters. Now, I'm not against having money. Money's a great thing. I use money to help people. The principle is it's not what you do, it's who you are. I want at the end of this service for you to be able to say, I am love. You want to practice one time? You have to look at somebody that will hold you accountable. Look at them and say, I am love. Now that God is what? Faith? Power? God is what? He's love. I remember the time, I guess she's out there. Years and years ago, when D came to me, Miss D came to me, and there she is. There's my baby. She came to me. How old were Ed and Diamond then? Ten and eight. So, if I'm telling the truth, they're they're right there. And she looked at me and she says, a tragedy has happened to their father. I need, she asked me, I need to know if you'll help me love my kids. How many years ago was that D? Two thousand, 22 years ago. Have I loved your kids? What do your kids call me? More powerful title than apostle, bishop, the most reverent, because that bespeaks love. So D calls me, I guess it was a couple years ago, and she said, Ed has changed jobs, and uh, he needs money for gas to get to work tomorrow. I'm living in Atlanta. I said, okay, how much and where? Because if you love somebody, their problem is your problem. Yes or no? And so I said, okay. Well, I had an event. I got the money, put it in my pocket. And when I got through with the event, by the time I got there, it was between one and two in the morning. Now, there's a reason that we had funerals and problems in certain areas, Pastor Clarence went with me because we showed a united front. You couldn't guess what we were. What's this black guy and this white guy hanging out together? Besides that, everybody in the inner city knows Clarence because I would come walking up with Clarence and everybody would go, fluff! (laughs) And I went, fluff, what? He said, well, when I was a baby, I was so little, my mama carried me around on a pillow. Right, Clarence? Or they would call him Fluffy. I didn't want to say that out loud. but <laughs> Or if you grew up in the inner city, a lot of them called him Red, and you understand that. But when I got out to go take the money, it was, it was, in, a, it was in a difficult neighborhood. And I said to Sonny, stay in the car. Keep the engine running (laughs) because I still got a little bit of speed and I'll get back to the car and it was around and it was behind and it was up on the second floor and I knocked on the door and somebody came to the door and said, hey, what do you want? I said, well, it's not exactly what I want. I have somebody here that I love that I need to give something to. Is there anybody here named Little Ed? Of course, Little Ed is like this now. And she went, Ed! And out came Ed. And it was instant love. Why did I not even take a second thought about being there? Because love doesn't make excuses. John fifteen thirteen. greater love has no man than this, that he would lay his life down for his friends. That's not an act. It's a lifestyle. Many people have been martyred throughout history, but Jesus did it in a complete act of love. Real godly mothers and fathers, sons and daughters, men and women, spouses lay their lives down daily. Men, if you want your wives to submit to you, Ephesians 5, the next verse says, and lay your life down for her. So if you want her to kneel down, you got to lay down. Yeah. <laughs> love is patient, verse 4. It's kind, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not brag, it is not puffed up. Now James and Francesco are going to help me next week. Uh, In ministry, but I don't have Sonny here today, so standing in the place of Sonny, Francesca, where are you? Okay. (laughs) You want to be in the marriage ministry? Here we go. Are you ready, Johnny? Love is patient. Sonny, how in the world am I going to have any kind of name at church if you're always late? You knew this two hours ago. God have mercy what could you possibly be doing that long oh but sonny I love you I that's what the woman is hearing gang gong love is patient love is kind Kind means how could I possibly use the tongue that God put in my mouth to speak to people around the, around the world to hurt the woman who's given her life for me. That's the mother of my children. What audacity should I have to be able to say, Oh, yeah? You want to argue about that? Let me tell you what the Bible says. That's the Sonny's face right there. That was, you were perfectly in character. Are, are, are you understanding me? Love is not the get out of jail free card. I did in that. All the drama you caused, you can't. You can't just say I love you and don't realize the damage you've done. I'm here standing before my heavenly father and my love. I'll tell you this, God's truth. In my 69 years of life, I've never walked away from a covenant relationship. Now I will tell you that the greatest test that Jesus ever faced, would you like to know? Betrayal. Because he knows, the enemy knows if you can get betrayed enough, you'll be afraid to love. You will be afraid to love if you're betrayed enough. The last week of his life, come on, Tiff, three times. Judas, who you know he trusted most because he trusted him with the money. Peter, who he knew was going to preach the message, the most important message of the Bible on the day of Pentecost, and then on the cross, his emotions rise up. And he's looking and he's going, my God, dad, why have you forsaken me? You betrayed me. Now, he caught himself. Feeling betrayed is okay. Allowing it to become part of your belief system. I'm not going to betray you. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy Sunny comes to me and she says, always, it doesn't matter how big or small the crowd is, it doesn't matter. Whenever she's asked to speak, she gets phenomenally nervous. But it's not nervous as much as it is she feels a responsibility and a weight. So I know that when she's called to speak, it means we're called to speak. (laughs) Now, not in person me speaking, but Sunny will come to me and go, They're asking me to speak on a mother's heart. (laughs) What's the outline? What do you want me to say? Because she knows I know her life as good as she knows her life. As a matter of fact, there's parts of her life I know better than her. And I'd say, baby, just say this because that's who you are. Just say this because that's who you are. Here's the scriptures because that's who you are. What does it mean when the music starts? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought I was doing so good. Johnny, don't act like you don't hear me over there. You, you know you hear me. That was Pastor Josh on the earplug. They going. Cut him off. He's stunned. He's through. I'm going to show you how to be a man under authority. There's a movie I was watching. And it's a grandmother sitting in there. And there's four beautiful young ladies around. And they're both all wanting to get married. But they don't want to make a mistake. So they say to this aged grandmother, full of wisdom, they say to her, "Uh, so how do I know if he loves me? Grandmother leans back and she smiles and she says, well, if you're out to eat and there's only one chicken wing or one piece of pizza left, they won't eat it cause they care more about you than they do themselves will you lay it down can i tell you in my life there's no barrier that love won't break down no barrier none Oh, but you don't know these people at work. I dare you. Love them. Do something nice for them, unexpected, a random act of kindness. That loving kindness, they they won't know what to do. You can't really talk about love and not talk about forgiveness. They kind of Jesus is on the cross with spikes driven through his wrist through his legs. They say it's one of the most torturous deaths you can live. His back is filleted open with 39 stripes. Josephus said his very bowels were exposed If you saw the passion of the Christ that'll give you a picture of what Jesus looked like on the cross What does he say When he's up on the cross looking down having the authority and the power to say dad wipe them all out That guy that that, that guy over there that drove these nails through my get him first. All these religious people that are screaming out, hey, king of the Jews, where are you now? What does he say, Eddie? Father. You want to talk about love? Forgive them. They don't even know what they're doing. Because when you really fool love, James, even what the enemy means for evil, God turns for good what's keeping you from being able to say I am love probably something you need to forgive what do I believe about water baptism I believe that if you ever have a new revelation of it you should do it again When I was a kid, I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But how many people of you can agree with me that there have been times the Holy Spirit came down and rebaptized you and you went to a different level of authority and power with Him? Okay, so we, we know that, don't we? We know that? Then what God said to end this service with is a new baptism of love for you. Because we're hope. Thanks again for listening. If you like this message, make sure to like and share. For more information or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. And remember, share hope with someone today.